Thank you guys for tuning in to Listen Up with B-Rye, AK, and E to the B. This is our first interview. We're doing a Pride special. And today with us, we have Stacy. Hello. <laughs> nice to meet you, Stacy. This is E to the B's friend. And she's gonna be discussing with us her perspective on what it's like to be a black lesbian in the LGBT community. So I got a line of questions that I would like to ask. Hmm? It's a shoot. All right. The first question is, when did you know you were gay? So I don't know if you guys know, but Xena the warrior princess. Oh, so you got the Xena complex. I remember being a kid. I used to watch her show late at night. I'm like, I don't know why am I so interested in this woman? Really? It was Xena? It was Xena. That's what got me. Then Maya, the singer. I had a huge crush on Maya and I was like, this is confusing. Okay. So you just pretty much knew from like media. Our social media I knew, and then when I was like six years old, we used to play house. I mean, who didn't play house? Yeah. And I had a girlfriend, and I had a boyfriend. But Cece, I'll never forget her. I'll never forget that name. It's from six years old. I just had all attention to her. I didn't care about nobody else but her. See, mine was like in fifth grade, and I can remember there was like a boy in my class, and I'm sitting here just like zoomed in, staring at him, like, oh my gosh, like... I like this. <laughs> <laughs> it went from a, like her and then growing up, a tomboy and being the only girl in the household. I had nothing but brother, so it was just literally me. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was just like they were talking about females. I'm like, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Just all the way in the back nodding, just yes, yes. Yeah, and I got mistaken as a little boy all the time. Really? Yeah. I was flat chested with braid. I was a new fit that look. Yeah. 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 And then most of my female friends ended up falling for me and I didn't know how. And I was so confused. But that's how I kind of knew. I think when I was 18, I test the waters, which I believe everybody should test the waters. Like, that's what I did. I test the waters. I went for men. I had four of my male best friends. I'm like, look, I don't know if I'm gay or not. We need to have sex. Oh. They're like, what? I'm like, let's, let's have sex. You know, that's one of the ways I say that you figure that out. Because for me, right. I didn't come out until I was like much older, like mm -hmm. 21. And it, it it took me to like have my first like boyfriend and you know, do everything. Right. To figure out like, yeah, this is this is it. Because I tried to kick it with girls and no, that wasn't it. <laughs> Not in that way. And like, you can be romantically attracted to somebody, right. but you can't tell if you're sexually attracted to them until you actually have sex. And that's what did it for me. Like, it was the last one, my best friend, Nick, I'm gonna say his name is, I don't care. He brags about all the time that he turned me gay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a badge of honor for him? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's messed up. He's like, she makes me so proud. Not really. It was the last time I was 18 years old, and I'm like, yeah, I ain't feeling it. Like, and then I ended up sleeping with his sister. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, there, there's sparks right there. It's going everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm happy right now. <laughs> hey, when you find that connection. <laughs> It was a, literally within a, a week span, I slept with his sister, and I was like, oh man, I slept with my best friend's sister. Oh God. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, I, I think I'm gay. Like, that's that's it, it's right there, it's, it's hidden. And then I, I cut it off with her, I'm like, maybe I'm just stupid. So I messed with his cousin, and then we were together for like five years. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was in the family, their family was very attractive. Like, <laughs> you pretty much went for the whole entire lineage. I went for the, the brother, the sister, and the cousin. Oh, God. Down the family tree. 
hey, they were very attractive. I mean, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get in where you fit us sometimes. But yeah, that's when I knew when I um, when I got with her. I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm sexually attracted to women. The the chemistry is there with men. I just know. I'm not gonna ever say a man is not handsome. A man could be handsome, but I'm just not sexually attracted to him. And that's how I feel about females like i love females you guys are beautiful but i don't want to like at the end of the day i don't want to be with a woman like it'd be too weird and do you believe like there's like an energy that goes along with it like yes because if i'm with a guy i don't feel that connection like you you can feel you're connected to somebody right that's because yeah. everyone asks me like uh you don't want to be with a female because i've hung around some like beautiful females and i'm like no like i like her as a friend i might like go as far as like I might make out with a female but no, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. one of my uh, my homeboys he's gay and he would say it all the time he said yeah you i love big butts i don't care male woman i'm a smack it but i don't want to sleep with her <laughs> right 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 i feel that <laughs> well i have a question for you so is it tough to find someone you know you're into in the community now this is like i'm gonna make a short long answer i used to be married and she was the first black woman i ever dated oh. i did i dated enough but asian women really yeah the asian thing i don't know what was wrong with me i just liked it for a long period of time i mean we all do because i was going through a white phase i was thinking everyone i was dating was white until recently weird. and then i'm like okay like yeah. went to the black side and I'm like okay i'm here right right and that that, that was literally me i was like i uh, dating asians and yeah yeah, Miss Latina's too spicy for me because they, they fit stereotype. They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but I love them. But it's just like, nah, that's too spicy. And um, when I got with my ex, she was the first female. I just literally was like, this is it. I want her. So when we got, we were together for like seven years and divorced. And after her, I was like, man, the dating community is ghetto. It is. It is. It's horrible out here. Like you find someone and they're good. Keep them. But like now, women would try to, they ask me what I want from a woman or what I like. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you. Because you're going to try to fit that description. And the last three females I talked to try to do that. So they're just trying to like fit a fake mold? Yeah. Mm. Like I'm heavily into anime. I, this girl said she like anime. I said, so what's your favorite anime? Sailor Moon. I'm done talking to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think I'm done. Right. The most popular anime yeah, amongst girls. Know, you need to say something like to catch my ear. Like say yeah. Tenchi Muyo. Yeah, just like, something. Something out there. <laughs> I would have been okay if she said Inuyasha. I'm like, I love that. Yeah, Inuyasha was a good show. Yeah. Plus it's kind of underground. Jesus off but it's like yeah and then like sexually i realized that you know when you are a black woman and you're a mass presenter and like does like we have this whole stigma where females see us i'm like yes you got your own place your own crib covering tattoos you're attractive i want you but are you over your ex so <laughs> that's what they ask. if i could segue just for a second mm -hmm. so with that image mm -hmm. do you believe they think oh you're going to be the provider you're going to like want to take care of them oh my god <laughs> i literally was talking to this girl for a year and i cut her off because i realized that if we were together she'd think i had to play this general i don't believe in generals we're both women i, I agree because yeah. I, I had that similar situation yeah. like dude we both have dicks like, yeah. like <laughs> there's no you want, female you want their whole thing is i want us to do this and this I'm like, then go get you a man. Exactly. <laughs> you go get you a man. You want me to do what? Nah. <laughs> furniture? Nah. I lift weights, not furniture. 
<laughs> so, so as soon as a woman tells me, oh, I want, you gotta have pretty white teeth. You gotta be five foot seven. I'm five foot eight, so I'm already, I'm great. And you want all this from me. And it's not like you're describing a man. They go get one. Why are you fetishizing a man and me? Because I have, what, boobs and stuff down there? <laughs> like, nah, don't do that. So yeah, it's, yeah, the road. Gender roles is a really big thing in both communities. I'm really surprised by that. It's, it's really bad. It's, it's bad. They want you... They want to be a housewife and they want you to go out and provide. So like the older studs, they be leaving that. The ones like 40 plus, yeah, I'ma, I go home and she, I'ma touch me not and I'll take care of everything. She don't gotta do sh nah. Okay, so it's like pretty much stuck in those roles. Yeah. Just like, I am 31, we both gonna work. Yeah, just one provider. It's economy, we both need to be working. Yeah, we're, we're both Shit. gonna work. There's no generals. I take out the garbage, you wanna take out the garbage? I can do both, I don't, I, no. And so my last relationship, wasn't no generals who both did everything the same like we're two women and then when i started venturing now i'm like why does he why do you want a male and me yeah it, it's bad it's, it's really bad in the community yeah i mean even even in the on the gay side mm -hmm. it's, it's like that like they think really? you i would never thought it uh oh they think you you feminine so mm -hmm. you're gonna take care of everything you're gonna be a little house husband like no <laughs> wow or wow. if you're like you know overly masculine yeah. then you're gonna be the provider and, and you should be taking care you know of me like my last relationship now i'm not overly feminine and i'm not over masculine i'm like somewhere in the middle but so i found you have myself, a balance to you yeah i found myself like in in that relationship i was literally taking care of this man like i mean cooking his food shit giving him money paying some of the bills i mean i right. did a, i did a lot and i was just like this is this isn't it like so where so <laughs> in that how did you know when to cut it off this is embarrassing after a year of this going on because when i met him originally i knew he was like down on his luck and everything and then COVID hit, he was supposed to quarantine with me. Quarantine turned into staying with me eventually, like, oh, let's move in. And I was promised, you know, I'm gonna get back on my feet and I'm gonna start helping out and taking care of you. But when I got tired of doing everything and, you know, we did not have like a sexual relationship right. like, at all. Feeling like I'm taking care of a grown ass man and I'm doing too much. Yeah, see, and I feel like that's in our community, in the straight community, like we kind of get blinded by that. The promises i mean it's always that hope we, we, like you said like this is the first black guy that i seriously had dated and mm -hmm. he's in the anime he's an artist i'm an artist i love anime mm -hmm. video games and we could talk and mostly like music so we were like really connected right and you know in the community that's hard to find that's between hard. you know people of color and i was like oh, okay i'm gonna lock this down in my head like we're gonna build this life together and he had a, other plans like i'm gonna take care of, you know mooch and wow you know i was gonna take care of him and right. be the provider i'm like yeah. no uh-uh like i said i can never speak bad about my ex but she was that was a per luck for me i'm like she was into everything i was into See? And it's so hard in the black community because they frown upon anime. Right, right, right. Or so, you yeah. being artsy or even like the tattoos yeah. and stuff. It's, yeah. a, it's an issue. Like, yeah, having this, I, I got looked at crazy all my life. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, our community, black community, is such a different topic. <laughs> sure. Ooh, we got a whole show about that. <laughs> <laughs> you can sit here for like three days and I just call like a whole bunch of people. Yeah, I got some stories for you. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought that was also only in like uh, the straight communities. Nah. Because I get that all the time. Just go like, okay, you're the man in the relationship. So you'd have to take care of me. I'm just like, I'm not your fucking nurse. And I would tell you from day, like, I had females that like to be in control. 
Even though I made more than them, they wanted to be in control. Uh, so they wanted to be in a more dominant position. Yeah, uh, and they didn't work in my faith. Because besides sex, what can you provide for me? And that gets boring. Yeah. <laughs> sex does get boring pretty fast. I mean, if you're not spicing it up. Yeah. And most people don't put that effort to spice it up. Most people are vanilla. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not vanilla. I'm not vanilla. I, we can have some stories about this. I'm not vanilla. <laughs> so, is there a stigma for gays and female groups just like there are in men? What do you mean by that? That was a question I wanted to know. What did you guys mean by that? Yeah, like, usually, like in like friend groups, if you have like one homosexual member, the guy groups always knows, okay, that's the gay one. That's the gay one. Stay away from him or just pretty much just like that. And so, what, what I notice in like straight men groups. Okay. So I barely have female friends. And when I do have them, they can point out, oh yeah, that, that one's gay. The other two are straight. No, they're bisexual. They're down for the cause too. Uh, we can all jump in together. <laughs> That's what I tell people. So yeah, you can point out the, the stud. You can point out, yeah, you can most definitely point us out. We stand out, like, we're just like, yeah, I'm with them. Are you like, are you having sex with them? And that's none of your business. Like, right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's a stigma there. And um, when it comes to like studs, most of our friends are straight males. Yeah, I, I, I know a lot of studs who do yeah. hang out with straight males. Yeah. Very, very masculine. Yeah, like, I was just with like, you know, Pride in Annapolis Pride this weekend. And then my friends were like, all your male friends are chocolate, tall, and pretty white teeth. I said, I know. And I was like, dang, I don't really got no, no gay friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess I low-key like chocolate man or something. <laughs> but yeah, like, so I, I, there is a stigma. But if you are a stud and you have nothing but femme friends, and that this is stigma and that. But as a stud and nothing but straight male friends, there's no stigma. You ever get accused of trying to turn out like a straight female? If you're just trying to, you know, be friendly, be like, hey, what's up? Oh, you like anime? I like anime. We should hang out. And then yeah, I, I had the same question. If Yes. I actually got accused of that um, four weeks ago, and they, it wasn't what they thought it was. I just like, you like anime. It was an anime conversation. We talked about anime for 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, she cool, she cool. And then like everybody's like, you want her. I'm like, I want her because she likes anime? See, they said the same thing about me and E. They, oh yeah, back they, when we worked together. Yeah, they were saying that you oh, yeah. were secretly in love with me and that you wanted me and I wanted you and I'm going to try to turn you out. No, we were just like talking about like anime and manga and, and, and we're just like really politics, good friends. And politics. And I'm like, I like talking to him because he's smart. We could um, really have real conversations with each other. It's nothing like I want And that's I one thing him. I said oh. about him at work. Um, that he's very comfortable in his skin. Yeah. And it that, took me a while to get to that point. It, it takes some time because being friends, I'm going to tell you now, gay men have it harder than lesbians. Like, we have it. We're a fetishized. Like, they like, who, two women? Yes. Gay men are like, you cannot be our friend because you want me. Yeah, because I, I I know some of the conversations that our old uh, co-workers used to have. And I just remember people walking up to me and just like, he's going to want you. <laughs> I, I'm just sitting there just like, what do you mean he's going to want me? Uh, just like, they, don't, uh, don't bend over around him. I kid you not. They said, they used to say that me and your um, sister or something. And I was like, bro, you better stop. Like, yeah, it, it been, I've been accused of that too. 
Well, here's the thing. It's just like whenever you, like you have like gay friends, they're always thinking like, oh, they're gonna fuck each other eventually. But you're not my type. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big one. Like you're not my type. That's the stigma I hate for yeah. all of us uh, LGBT people. Mm -hmm. We're so overly sexualized. Like we can't even have like platonic friends of right. the same sex without it being you're trying to get into their pants or you're trying to turn them out. Like this whole agenda talk be pissing me off because it's like no. Well, it's usually like, from like the people outside looking in. Because they usually people like that usually don't engage in any conversation with. So I I say this. So that is is already we we try to be friends with everybody. And to me, you have to be a confident guy and comfortable in your skin to have a gay male friend. Because what people are gonna say about you, like, and it, it sucks. Gay men have it. Black gay men have it way harder. Yeah anybody i know i lived in new york they used to get tortured for no reason just walking down the street indianapolis is more gay friendly but gay black men have it hard so you being a, a white male friends with a, a black gay male like oh he's gonna do this and you're all type of it's like racism and slash homophobic it's just it's bad or especially crazy. in the south oh, i can't stand the south <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Honestly, I've run into less racism here than I did when I lived in Michigan. Really? Because I can remember... The Midwest is very racist. Yeah. yeah. The community is very racist. Yeah. Now leads to my next question. So, as a black lesbian, do you feel represented in the community? No. Not at all. We, um, I feel like black lesbians, we, when people see us and how you were represented is terrible. We're just represented as want to be men. If that's the case, we're, we're transitioning over. Right. So we are just transitioning. And now you think about it, how many lesbians that you know, black lesbians are representing us? Not that many. No. You can't say the whole WNBA because Skylar Diggins is straight. I know. I, I fantasize her. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, there's no representation like it's sad and this colorism is very big in our community too yes yes i was telling e and um a i was telling them about the community and i'm mm -hmm. like when i was growing up i'm in my 30s mm -hmm. i'm like there was no one but rupaul and then when you did see black lgbt people they're usually biracial mm -hmm. and they're lighter they have green eyes they could pass for white right and it's like where 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 am i where am i within the community where's the chocolate boy in the community right we have little nas x now but how many years he's and there's so there's this one guy i follow on tiktok and he's adorable and it's like you have more gay black content creators social media wise that represent but like publicly no you don't and Lil Nas X as much as I love to do I mean he's gonna do whatever sells so if he's gonna start some like shit he's gonna do it but he doesn't represent all of black men you don't and then right. you think about say RuPaul like that was what I knew yeah, that's that, that's the only one I had to, like look at. Like, mm -hmm. what does it mean to be a black LGBT person? Right. But then when you go into the white side, you have all these celebrities and these shows, and then they show yeah. the spectrum because even with black female lesbians, I know they only show studs. I know yeah. there's feminine black. I was there's friends so with one. There's so many feminine, like feminine black creators out there. Like, I'm actually friends with one, uh, a powerlifter. She's a world record powerlifter, and she's black. 
But she said like she has a hard being a black woman in that field because they frowned upon her being gay. Yep, I I, I could totally see it. Yeah, so I mean Saucy Santana came out, you know, he's more on the feminine side, but he was saying like it, it's hard, like mm -hmm. they're not respecting him. But I feel like too, it's a, he's recently just Beyonce. I don't know, man. I, that I mean, that got me going. I, I mean, those are all tweets. I'm a Beehive fan, man. I mean, I get it. He, I, <laughs> yeah, but he apologized. <laughs> I'm gonna let that one slide, though, man. Just this time, Saucy. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I love Beyonce. Feel like we get characterized a lot in the community, like you said. Mm -hmm. Like when it's a black lesbian, she's usually more on the masculine side and basically mm -hmm. basically seem more like a man. And then when it's us black gays, where they push the uh, feminine guys to the forefront. Yeah. And that's all you see in the media. And it makes me mad because I'm in between. I'm not feminine. I'm not overly masculine. And I don't see me. I don't see me right. in there. And I'm just like, when when am I going to see someone who I can identify with? Who and that's it's sad because it's like feminine is at the top, masculine lesbian is at the at the top. But when you switch them both up, the masculine gay males. You barely know they're gay. They right. Won't, they won't even mention it. Like my barber shop, some of the guys go in there, we go to the same bar. I never knew they were gay. She was like, yeah, girl. I'm like, you don't do that in a barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> like, where'd it come from? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, okay. And they would say they have to hide it. I'm like, why? Because I'm in this field and they were firing me. I'm like, are you for being gay? I said, like, this is 2022. I thought Black we were past that. Oh, yeah. You know, like, um, our, I can't, technically, we're not allowed to talk about work, but it's somebody at our job who's pretty high on the chain. She's a black woman and she's in the community. We have a lot of them there. So, yeah, she, me and her talked about it too. We both said it's a stigma. Like, they were questioning us, like, hey, you guys are black women, but she's feminine and I'm masculine. So it's like, yeah, they, they don't look her way. They just look at me. I'm like, why? Mm. Oh, so they just give her the slide and they just direct their attention directly to you. Yeah. All the time. I don't know why. Because I don't want nobody in there. <laughs> so, yeah. That one, it's sad, though. It is. Really? But I have one more question. Uh, do you feel like uh, people may not like you because you're a lesbian? I mean, if they don't, I just date their daughter that's of age. Mm. <laughs> like um no um like because i have like a bunch of friends like even like younger that go like, i would I say for a lesbian them. in the south if it was like the carolinas they would not like me mm. like deeper south if we're talking about mississippi oh no they wouldn't like me oh god you need to steer clear from mississippi shoot texas, texas Florida. yeah i mean they're, they're if it's through. not in the city of those states you're not safe in Kentucky. You are not safe out of Louisville and Lexington if you're gay. Like off top. See, I haven't explored many parts of uh, Kentucky. So yeah, Carrollton, Kentucky is not a good place. Ooh. Hillville is not a good place. I haven't been to Carrollton before. Oh, Carrollton's very bad. I probably won't even want to yeah, drive there. If like, I haven't um, even heard of it, I probably won't even want to drive there. Right. They are. They're very. It's like you go there and you just like, uh, this is. I can just feel the racism. And I had a woman tell me not to stay there past eight, so I was like, "All right, sundown rule, so I won't be there." Uh, so girls in Kentucky, yeah. That's just like pretty much anything in the deep south. If I hear banjos, I'm out. <laughs> 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 I, I don't want to go like have a deliverance situation happen to me. <laughs> oh my god! Banjo playing. Got yeah. a pretty mouth there. <laughs> You know, that just messed me up with a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get him. 
We're gonna make you squeal tonight. Man, even though we joke about it's real. Right, it is. right. We need to really have a conversation about the racism in the LGBT community. Because I, 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 I think it's, it's really very swept. High. It's it, very high. It's really swept under the rug. Like, when y'all told me, I was kind of shocked because I was thinking, like, you know, outside does. looking in, you're just thinking, okay, everybody's welcome in this community. No. And I was I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the community accepted everybody, no matter what race, so, you know, nationality, I religion. recently was, say, like, four, I think I told you, four or five months ago, I was messing with a white girl. And I usually swear off white girls. No offense. I mean, it just, and I did it. And as soon as I broke it off, she, I was all type of, you, you monkey, you porch monkey. She wrote, um, oh. and... And my oh, um, and my job, she wrote um the the N word on my car and broke my windows because I ended it. Oh, so that's why you were like driving a rental the whole entire time. I was driving that Tesla. Yeah. yeah. You didn't tell me about this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, they let me see the footage, and it was her, and she thought she can get away with it because who she was related to. So yeah, it was just like we're fetishized. Big time. We're fetishized. Yeah, that leads up to that whole entire question. Our next question was: Are you like often fetishized being a black gay woman? Yes. And so. it's, it's and it's weird because I get hit on by. Straight rich white man, and I don't understand. And they tell me, I like your thighs. I'm like, okay, I know what your bank account look like too. <laughs> just, uh, just go like, okay, I'll be in public with you, but I won't do anything. Just spend money on me. That's what I would do. And, well, gas prices twenty dollars is twenty dollars right now. <laughs> but yeah, so I, so any relationship I ever been with with a femme, they never really got hit on with man. But I was the one that got hit on. And they never understood why. I didn't understand why either. I'm like, why are you hitting on me? Because it's, it's a challenge. Yeah, it's, it's a different. Because yeah. I've had women come up to me and I'm like, I had a... <laughs> I had a couple actually try to pick me up from uh, nowhere. Oh, <laughs> was, oh, yeah, I remember like, that. Like, oh, like, like, you could come home with us because this guy was like hitting on his wife. And then they came up and like, you, we take you home. And then I know. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, I'm not into your husband. <laughs> But yeah. I feel like just black people in general, like even within the community, we are fetishized. Like we are fetishized so bad, it's ridiculous. Like I was told, I'm looking for a thug. Okay, I'm nowhere near a thug, right. so I don't know what that's about. Or I want your nigger dick. Or like you said, when you shut someone down, when you're nice about it, like you know, I'm not yeah. interested. You're not my type. It is true. I was called a, a, a nigger. Fuck you, you nigger. Like they immediately. You, get to that like as soon Dude. as we ended with a white person and it just goes it, off the rails from there in the actual like, true color show porch monkey i haven't heard that in years i haven't <laughs> even heard that in years either that's some, that's some crazy so like, like black people overall like we are fetishized and all the asian girls i dated told me they only wanted to date me because i was strong i'm like what and i'm like oh, man you... but they go through their own thing yeah like because their everyone's... parents are racist they don't like me they're very vocal about it too and i'm like they really for you to be gay with a white person and gay well black person i mean that goes i mean i honestly don't get like the whole entire fetish selection thing i mean shouldn't you just like a person because you so like the most i'm gonna make a yeah. real short summary we are fetishized off of our strength 
our bodies is just completely different. So like I had a one white girl tell me uh, recently, she was like, your arms, your back, your lips, your hips. And I'm like, I mean, you can buy me with Dr. Miami, you know, he got to get some good prices on some like some hips. And they just say like, we were always told not to date you but look at you i'm like because i'm what is it so we are fetishized and then when you go in public with a person of that's not but not of color everybody's like why are you doing this and they get the thrill off of it being bad it's the yep. thrill it's the thrill of being bad some people do that they date us just to rebel against their parents or yep. their grandparents or their families we get dated for that reason because i ask a guy like so what makes you interested in me? And it's, oh, because I like your skin on top of my skin. Or... That is really sad because, like, dating in, like, a mixed race is kind of like, are you doing this for the right reasons or the wrong reasons now? So, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I'll be honest yeah. about this. Most of it's for the wrong reasons. Yeah, it really it's for is. The wrong, when Black Lives Matter happened, like, it taught me a lot because I had gay white males on my social media. And the things that they were saying when that was going on, but you date nothing but black men, you sit there and hound black man but you don't understand our struggles and then when we're telling you and being vocal about what we're going through and you're seeing us being killed you're quiet oh you should respect the police it's it's all that but you're willing to go suck a black dick you're willing to go right on a black ass but you i say that and this is something that i stand by and a lot of people get mad at me we do not have allies and black lives matter allies we do not have them because wow. the reason why i say that is everything that he just said like literally they would turn us so fast yep. so fast and like i've gotten into an argument with one person at our job off of it i'm like so it's okay for this person and the older generation to say nigger because they were born in 1950. I don't give a fuck who you are. Right. And then when, so this is what happened recently. I did like a social test and I know this is totally off topic. The black shooting in Buffalo, New York versus the mass shooting. Nobody talked about the black people dying. They said, oh man, that was just said about the government. I'm well, that's like, with anything with like any mass shooting. It's just like, yeah. for some reason they're like, okay, government uh, government paid actors, right. ISIS actors. And I'm just in there just like, no, these are real people that are dying. Like, yeah. And in our community, the LGBTQ community, there's a lot of racism. And if, if you ever have a chance one day, just scroll through TikTok. Like, go on the lesbian side and you see, like, the couples that are like, yeah, I used to date this white girl and then I broke it off and she, she called me a nigger. Or when they having sex, yeah, I'm the master. I'm like, what? The fuck? That, wow. yeah, that's a real thing. Well, no, I mean, it, it is a So that there's thing. like a slavery Fetish? Fetish, yes. Fetish. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, yeah, it's um, it's crazy. And then uh, us being like black people, and I know he probably can't agree with me. We're like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's like, I'm like how do you get off to that? But yeah. you got some people who play into that shit. Not right. don't no. Nah. No, you ain't calling. You can't call me a nigger. Nah. You don't get a pass saying the n word either. Yeah. But gay, nah. you have a lot of gay people who think that because we're gay, we we can say nigger. No, you can't because you catch these hands. That is a big one for me. Like, um, if I am dating somebody that's not black, don't you say that. I don't even care. I may slip up and being drunk. I'm like, man, these niggas crazy. But that's for that's for us to say. Yeah, it's for us to say. And I, I see that, like, in, like, even straight relationships, mm -hmm. you know, when then there's a black and a white. Yeah. Like, the white person, I guess, just assumes that, oh, well, you know, since I'm with a, a black person, I can say that see, word. No. It's, it's really, not, it's more it's, common out of white women that date black men that think they can say it. Yeah. 
And I, I'll be the first to tell you, man, my ancestors didn't speak up, but I will. <laughs> so, Facts. Yeah, I don't, I don't play that at all. No, it's um, too comfortable in the LGBT yeah, community. Too comfortable very, saying that word. They're too comfortable, and that's why I recently just said, hey, I'm just going to date inside my race. Because I can comfortably say nigga out feeling bad. Or I'm just saying nigga, and I'm looking at her like, you going to say this when you're drunk? And I had a other white girl say it. Part of the reason why I ended my engagement, because I was engaged mm -hmm. to a um, European guy, mm -hmm. and make a long story short, Someone cut him off and he first thing out of his mouth, you fucking niggers. And I'm like, and I'm looking at him right. like, you, no, 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 no. Like, you, you can't say that in front of me and you shouldn't be saying that right. because you're with me and we're supposed to be getting married. Right. Cut that shit off. Yeah, my uh, grandma, she's from Decatur, Alabama. And we were always raised to look into that. And my mother's side, that have Afro-Panamanian. So we're just like black people that speak Spanish. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's why I won't speak Spanish at work. Unless they give me some more money. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, like, black Puerto Ricans, black Dominicans, they get treated different just because they're black. But they speak Spanish. Right. So, like, you realize that when you're in this community, that no matter being in this community or outside this community, it's hard. So that's why, like, a lot of, like I said, colorism. Like, all my days, you guys, you're light-skinned. No. Brown-skinned, dark-skinned women, like, for some odd reason, the colorism is still big. And it's big in a, with gay males, too. I have a, a gay friend that literally told me that, hey, for some reason, they only want me because I'm light-skinned. I'm like, why? Wow, because you're the poster child. Yeah. That's You're the poster <laughs> child for, for black queerness. And it's usually a light-skinned person mm -hmm. or someone who could pass for white. Right. There was a poster in, like, 2018 that was supposed to be all-inclusive, like, Middle Easterns, Asians, black people. And when you looked at this poster, mm -hmm. it was all, they all looked the same. It didn't, you couldn't tell who was who. Right. So pretty much nothing but fair-skinned people? Yep. That's horrible. Like, Sheen recently did one for the Pride Month for the whole stud catalog, and everybody looked like me. <laughs> like... It was just all studs. I loved it. See, I would love to see something like that. Yeah, and they, I'd like to see more of it because yeah. we are different. We are not all overly masculine, overly right. feminine. There's in between, there's gothy. Because mm -hmm. my style outside of the like hip hop look, mm -hmm. I love the gothic look. Right. Oh man, that's that's me. I love man. Literally, there's like this TikTok video I share every day on my Instagram, and my friends like, "Damn, will you, won't you stop?" I said, "No, I love got the girls, bro." <laughs> oh God, I love it. I grew up like in a whole uh, era of it, and so when I got older, being a black gothic, they like right you're whitewash. Yes, and I'm yes. Like, no, oh. I'm not. I just like this, and to this day, I like rock more than I like rap. But I grew up on and being gospel music, but I like rock. My whole phone is full of rock music. I be in a parking lot like this. <laughs> and they be like, yeah, that's her. And now next thing you know, I'm changing it to Gucci Mane. <laughs> so I, love, I call it a balance. Right, because I grew balance. up on a funk, like psychedelic and R&B because yeah. of my dad. But I, I like hip hop and then I like international music. Yeah. I like, I'm a K-pop fan. Do you listen to uh, K-hip hop? Yes. You meet Ray? Give me some, man. Come on, Drunken Tiger. Man. Epic hey, listen. <laughs> I, when I went to Pride, I, my best friend in the car said, hey, man, I'm going to put on some BTS. He said, like, what the fuck is a BTS? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, bro, you bought them to bust your eardrops. So he was like, this one list was really good, but what the fuck is this? <laughs> so we get down with K-pop here. Okay, okay. It, it messes him up because he's like, you look so 
And this is what this, this fetishized image I get. And he finally told me because he has been with me when men hit on me. And he was like, I'm going to tell you the reason why they hit on you. You don't smile. You're tall. You're a black woman. You're covering tattoos. You look like a badass. Challenge accepted. Oh. So that also gets me into like the other question. Have you ever been hit on by straight men? And All the time. I love it. Really? It boosts my confidence. <laughs> like when straight men hit on me, I'm like. So they just see that as like a, like when you initially said it feels like a challenge to other guys. A men. guy told me you still have a vagina down there. Oh, uh, so they're just aiming for it. And I was like, all right, do you want me to peg you? <laughs> and I, just, I just asked. I literally asked, do you want me to peg you? And there was one time I was speechless. It was this tall, six foot three white dude. And he was gorgeous. And he hit on me in the gym. And I was like, I, what? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you're like, what? For so like, yeah, <laughs> like, and then the girls were like, why do he want you? I'm like, you tell me. <laughs> and he was like, because you know, when, when black people exercise, which is scientifically proven that we pack on more muscle. Like we, we can easily build muscle quickly. I mean, that's just, I, I think it's because we were slaves. But <laughs> that's why I put it as. I have a whole thing about about that. Yeah, and um, <laughs> he told me like your yoke, your you don't talk, your lips. I'm like, what my lips. I'm like, what is it with our lips? Because I've like, been told the same like, thing. And I was like, is it, you think I got some dick sucking lips or something? Like this other bad way in my mind. <laughs> and um, our bodies. So See, most that, of us naturally, men and women, we naturally got hips. Like we are born with a coke shape. Yeah. Some, uh, some of us are Yeah, some of us are straight down, and I never wear tight clothes. And this is probably the tightest you would see me do, because it's hoochie daddy's shorts. I'm just like so. used to wearing you wearing like jeans and like yeah. designer clothes and stuff at work. Yeah. I'm not used to like. Uh oh, she's done. Oh, yeah. She wears like the finest clothing. I'm just like, damn, where you get that? Yeah, man. Like, I recently bought the Creed cologne. That's just $500. Creed? Like the actual boxing movie Creed cologne? Yeah, it's. I'm telling you, man, I will fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to go buy it, like, I'm like, Sh oh my God. Damn, Stacey, I was like, boy, you. Shit, it's worth the 500 then. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, Piggyback off, he said how I dress too. I literally dress like a fuckboy. A fuckboy. Like, that's literally an Asian fuckboy. You know exactly right. what I mean. An Asian fuckboy. <laughs> like, literally, not to be racist, but they all literally dress the same. We all dress with the whole chino pants and nice little, probably like Kohan shoes, polo. Mm. <laughs> like, I look like I drive a Lambo, but I drive a Mazda. <laughs> so it's, I mean, she does pull like the whole entire. Fuck boy, look off pretty yeah. well. I'm just over I, there, just like, where do you get these clothes? Where? Yeah. Me <laughs> Show me where. Me and Royce literally shop at the same place. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, and we're, we will have the same exact birthday. He's 1026, I'm 1026. Nice. Yeah, it messed me up. I'm like, you're my spirit human. <laughs> but yeah, and that's the whole when straight man hit on me, I'm so confused. And then I had a competition one time. I had to wear a tank top. I had to wear Nike Pro shorts to go way in. None of my male friends ever seen that until that day. And they were like, what the fuck? Changing eyes. And my boy walked up to me, he is like, titties? Oh. <laughs> Just the first thing that come out yeah. of his mouth is his boobs? Yeah, he's like, titties, ass? Like, whoa. He was like, now I see why you keep your body hidden. I'm like, this, this is weird. So yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was, 
So yeah, when straight men hit on me, I just, I find it's a compliment. Now when straight women hit on me, I'm like, please go away, because you're not straight, you're just bi-curious. Right, and, hey, there's nothing wrong with experimenting, because right. you gotta figure out what you like and what you want, is right. it for you or not. I hate when people like scrutinize people when they're, you know. Yeah. Experimenting, if you, if you want to call it that. Hey, I am nobody test dummy, but Myers. Myers <laughs> <laughs> Singer ever wanted me, I'm like, I am all yours. She, I mean, she gave me that vibe. Like, she might, like... She was at Indianapolis probably, like, four years ago. And I... Man. My, I mean... I said, my, my childhood crush is right in front of me. What do I do? She likes dick. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy the size she wants. That's all I kept thinking about. But, yeah. But I have a question. Um, what would you like to see changed in the LGBT community? That's, whoa. I would like us to stop trying to make television gay friendly because we didn't ask for that we want acceptance we don't need you to turn everybody into a gay character i, I gotta say i agree with that one yeah because yeah. it's, it's just like in our community we have to pick and choose our battles either we want to be accepted or we want to force somebody to accept so like there was a recent event about these two kids at a, um i think they were at a drag show oh, and yeah. um everybody was why is those kids why are you that and that blame their parent for taking them there don't blame like the drag like why would you blame them see back to what i was saying earlier about the overly mm -hmm. overly being sexualized with yeah out of our community i should say but there was probably nothing like sexual going on it wasn't it, it wasn't it is kids being there right so i'm like i don't right. see the problem in it like right. i thought someone earlier someone was saying well you know they're young they might get confused by what's happening there which i could i can understand kids aren't impressionable yeah. i won't ignore that right. but in the same breath it's kind of like there's nothing it's like we you see right. guys dressed as women on halloween yeah yeah so, I, was, I was about to say like yeah. if anything it look more like you know a, a halloween party just people being Think dressed up that's what i tell people look at tyler perry but they yeah. see it's double standards <laughs> yeah. because when you have blaming on kiki or yeah. you have tyler perry playing medea especially in our black community and it's accepted and it's all right. oh, they're funny and then but, with somebody that's actually in the community that's not okay right and, and that is something like in our community like so we got to pick and choose our battles because in that situation i'm like i didn't think they did anything wrong but the parents suck them there and it's, it's fucking texas who texas everything just wrong in texas yes i, I, I texas agree Texas is just wrong so you, instead of caring about the gun violence they like oh drag show what what the hell is this right and so, they just hardcore yeah. focus lasered on it so yeah. it's a lot of schools like hey we're not teaching my sexuality and, and i'm like all right they're gonna figure out themselves regardless like uh like i got mad over like a. Uh, LGBT books are being banned in like some schools and I'm just sitting there just like the kids have internet if they wanted to learn about anything they could have it so or I didn't know what a yeah. lesbian was until I was 14 but my mom used to date women mm. and I never knew what they were saying like the little expressions of being a carpet muncher or <laughs> that shit cracks what that I'm just I always imagining like somebody eating a carpet. Right. Some carpet. I'm just sitting there like, huh. And I never knew what it meant. I wasn't taught it. Until like my big brother sat down with me and he was like, I think we need to have this talk about sexuality. My big brother was super supportive of my, my nephew's gay. Uh -huh. And um yeah, he came out to me and it was like, uh, I kinda knew you were, but I wanted you to figure out yourself. I'm not gonna tell you. We just kinda knew. 
And that's what you're supposed to do because, like I yeah. said, I was in my twenties when I like mm-hmm. came out. Like everyone knew, and everyone would ask, and I'm like, no, right. I'm not. But like, you know, you you have that come to Jesus moment with yourself and yeah. be like, you know what, it is what it is. My friends told me in school they knew I was gay. They was like, we girl, we knew. I'm like, what do I do? You breathe, you like you. Look. I'm like, Just breathe, women. Yeah. Breathe out, women. And um, when I came out. I got kicked out. As soon as I came out, I got kicked out. Kicked out of the house? Oh, yeah, kicked out. I got kicked out at 17. I've been on my own since I was 17. Wait a second. But your mom kicked you out? No, I stayed with my grandmother. Oh, okay, okay. It's one of them situations where my uh, grandma took full guardianship. And in that time, I was like, all right, I don't know what I'm feeling. This dude, this woman, I said, I... I like women. My grandma said, "Ain't no dykes gonna live in my home. Get out." Damn. I I really hate stuff like that, especially in the black community. It's it's stupid. Like you're this community. Like what people don't understand about being in the LGBT community, it's hard. It's not an easy life. It's not orgies. It's not parties. It's not drugs. It's not ecstasy. It's none of that shit. But everyone is consumed with the idea of it being just a big old rave and it's it's not it's hard you gotta have tough skin to be able to walk out of society and be judged then you walk within your community you're judged yeah so we need to be supportive because the suicide rates for lgbt youth are like through the roof i have a tattoo on the back of my leg to my best friend who killed herself um she was gay and when she came out it did, it did not go well sorry for your loss yeah sorry yeah sorry and, um that death messed me up because I'm like, she came out, the girl, which again, test dummy, she found out she was a test dummy and the girl dropped her. And it was like, man, like, we have it so hard in our families. Our families are our worst enemy. My grandma didn't accept that I was gay until she met my ex-wife mm. and she fell in love with her. Mm. And I was like, I know you're in love with her. She got that twine. <laughs> she got that southern twang. She like the cornbread and all that. Yeah, you gonna fall in love with this one. I, I know you were. So she like instantly loved her and she accepted it. So I remember before my grandma passed away, I was like, I had a, I called her late at night. Said you you do know that's my wife. I already knew. So why you never said anything? I was waiting for you to tell me. I'm like okay, you know like. So she came around years later see i'm but, happy yeah. to hear here yeah. she at least came around she came around see my story is so different because when i came out my dad he kind of was like a little bit shocked because mm-hmm. you know i did the whole i'm bisexual thing my yeah. mom kind of like well if you want to live that life you can right but my parents came around and my siblings they were like we knew <laughs> like what you talking about you wasn't fooling anybody but I'm sad every time I hear yeah. that people are being kicked out and disowned and people don't want to be your oh, friend yeah, no more. Dude. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just, it's not that deep. If you don't mm-hmm. want to be gay, don't be in the bedroom yeah, yeah. doing, you know. Yeah, my dad's cool. side of family is the worst. Um, my sisters accept it. My uncles accept it. But when they met me and, and my ex, they were ta- telling my little brother, man, tell her that shit ain't right. And I'm like, do you want to fuck her or something? I know she's gorgeous. Do you want to fuck her or something? Then my cousins would be like, yeah, she's bad, man. I didn't know you pulling them like that. And then I hear my, my other uncle's like, man, that's, that's against God. I'm like, you all had kids before you got married. That's in a, it's a sin. And then when I started repeating Bible verses, because I grew up in a religious household, it shuts everybody up. Right. 
I love doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you start shooting the bottom verses at them. Oh, they can't take it because they can't. They don't have an argument by default because no sin is greater than the other. Right. So you having children out of wedlock is a whole issue. We should be stoning you. Well, the woman should be stoned, actually. Right. And to think about it, in the United States, we have so much freedom of being gay. And then you go to Russia. Oh, no. Russia. And they still ain't bringing Britney home yet. No, they're not going to bring her home. And they still, I mean, they still kill gay men. Gay men get stoned to death there. Yeah. They and they don't talk about, they don't talk about, they'll talk about what's happening in Africa, <laughs> but they don't want to talk about who's yeah. funding this shit that's going down in Africa. Yeah, like Africa, lesbians get their, um, their vaginas sewn up. They'll rape a gay woman. And to make her, they say that it's going to make her straight. She kind of yep. feel what she's missing. And, um, even in Jamaica, Jamaica, Jamaica is, is very horrible. That's why I don't understand why people want to go to Jamaica. If you're gay, do not go to Dubai in Jamaica. Why? Dubai hates us. I've been in Dubai. They hate us. They can't stand gay people. It's forbidden. It's against Allah. So, I mean, everybody wants to go there because it's cheap. Like, don't get me wrong. It, your money is worth a lot there. I loved it because I was just... Hakeesh is a, a different thing. Wait, but, are you talking about Dubai? Yeah, Dubai. Oh. Yeah. Girl. That place is completely Girl, like... That, let me tell you. Let me let me spill some tea. All these homophobic places, mm-hmm. I've been hit on by men from Dubai, all the way in Mecca, the holy city. Wow. Christian males with Bible verses talking about, I'm looking for a good woman, and you and my... Em- so, you, that's a question seriously. I have to ask you. Because mm-hmm. a lot of women, this has been the topic. It's been on every social media. Because I'm actually going to post a link to this because I know... There's a question I was told to ask you. So how do you feel about down low men? And that's part one. Two, would you ever tell a woman that their husband or boyfriend is down low? Ooh, you put me in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To answer your first, I, because of society and the world we live in, mm-hmm. I understand why a man would be down low. Because mm-hmm. like you said, you could lose everything. And that's a scary feeling. I don't know. Right. You know, I know that feeling of being afraid to come out because you're afraid I'm gonna lose my family, my friends, mm-hmm. my job, and then you know be excommunicated. So I, I understand that. Uh, as far as what I tell, it, it it would really depend how close I am with that female. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in outing people. Right. But if if it's my homegirl, I'm gonna have to tell her. Right. Respect. That's, that's the cold word. I mean, yeah. I am. Yeah. Like, this might be a little tea for everybody, but I've messed around with a married man before mm-hmm. with a wife and kids and everything. I didn't know he was married uh. until, like, later on after we on messed around and stuff. And then he's like, yeah, I got to go home to my wife. And I'm looking at him like, wait, wife? Right. Like, it, it, it happens. I didn't feel obligated to go tell her. Right. Well, I didn't know her to go say anything. Because most yeah. of the time, what people need to understand... When DL men hit us up, we don't know the women that they're dealing with, especially if they don't live in the same city or area and you've never seen this person, but they hit you up on Grinder or Jack or somewhere and you're just meeting up for a booty call. You don't know who the, who the wife is or who to say anything to. So a lot of the times it's, you know, right. it's kind of a too bad situation. Like I can't say anything for you. But if I know you and mm-hmm. I know your man's doing some shit, like he's in the community, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to be like, girl, man's yeah. fucking every dude. <laughs> See, I gotta ask that question about messing with women who are married, and I dabbled in that. Like, I dabbled with chicks that had a whole family. 
Oh, damn. And, um, so it's both sides of the spectrum are doing it. Because this is bad. It's bad because well, a lot of people are not comfortable coming out. Because they know, hey, I just started this family. Yep. I don't want to lose my family. But you're fighting, you're like, this is, I love this terminology. Guys who say they're fighting demons, they're just fighting bisexuality. <laughs> That's what we say. Because it's like, you have a whole family and you don't want to come out. Which, it takes time, I get it. Like, when I like was... I have, I, have, I have heard stories about, like, men having, like, in a relationship with their wives and have, like, 50 kids... And then all of a sudden, one day, when they're like much older, when it, sadly this is when it happens when they're much older, probably like in their late fifties, they finally come out, and it's a big shock. Because they don't want to disappoint their family. Like right. honestly, and this is why, like, there's a a big stigma with bisexual people. Mm. Like studs, oh my god, they frown upon bisexual women. Are they love? <laughs> I feel like they, they. I feel like they love a woman with who already has the kids and everything. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's, my, that's my kid. I'm like. What? <laughs> like I knew one. These are my yeah. children. Like, girl, yeah. you didn't have. But okay. Yeah, y'all gonna like, let you? You got like twenty kids for every relationship, girl. <laughs> and me, I have nothing against bisexual women. I don't have nothing against uh, pan women. I can't date a bisexual. See, I because I had a bad experience with dating. I'm right. My first ever boyfriend was bisexual, mm -hmm. and I will never forget when he called me at three o'clock in the morning, crying about his ex fiance was posting something on Facebook with her friends about him, and I'm like, you're with me. See, and I always say this, because I have talked to two bisexual women, and my ex is bisexual. I never had a bad experience with them. I said, it's the person at least a bad taste in your mouth. But you're like, I gotta swear them all off, so. So just one bad experience just ruins everything. It can ruin it for a lot of people. Because you feel like, okay. It's, it just kind of feels like violating. You like, no, you can't compete. No? I can't compete with a woman. Okay. Like, so, there's nothing that I can yeah. do. So I don't just, have a vagina, so how am I going to satisfy you if that's Straight men don't like that. But straight men find out uh, their girl's bisexual, and <laughs> if she says this, this is the dead giveaway. Well, I like women more than I like men. You know that eventually she's going to go back to women. That's that's the thing. That's the thing with my um, first I can boyfriend. I can honestly relate to you with more uh, more on that because I dated a woman that was like, it, it was like back when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. She came out to me and she said, yeah, I'm bi, but I still would like to date you. I was like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Still end up dating. Cheated on me with a woman. I was just like, huh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just like, and here's, here's the thing when it comes to this. I, I I just felt like like that was like a big old thing to me like oh, you're cheating on me with a woman behind my back, but my whole entire family like leaks the male side they're like why did you break up with her she was making out with a woman, I'm just thinking like it's not it's not the purpose it's just the intent behind it. But they act like they don't know what they want and sometimes they don't so they're like dibbling and dabbling instead of being like straightforward saying right. you know what. I'm dating her, and I'm going to date you, and I need to figure this out. Or giving you that option and be like, no, I don't want to be a part of this relationship. I think a lot of people do that, and that's why... Like, I wouldn't want to be a part of that relationship now, see, because that's like, if a woman told me she's bi, I'm just thinking, I, I can't compete with another woman. And especially if you like women more, I'm I'm out. Like, I'm not even an option. Right. But, I mean, but that's her giving yeah. you that option to be a part of that relationship, but when you sit there and, and surprise somebody and be like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm bi, and that yeah, here's the thing. I was cool with the whole entire bi thing until she started cheating on me with a woman and then I just looked well I didn't know my I knew he was bi but I didn't know that he was leaning more towards he likes females it's, uh, the dead giveaway is when they always say I like women more than I like men mm. or they like your friend is high 
and then like, they get obsessive about it because yeah. he got obsessive about one of my friends and I'm like wait a second like why do you keep talking about her what's she doing and you should call her we're not even close like that like right. I, you just you came out to an event with us and that was supposed to be that that wasn't supposed to be right an invitation for you to keep talking and about her that's like mm. that's why i feel like bi people have it really really on fence it's like people just have so many bad experience with them and then people have a lot of bad experience with studs oh my god like we are just i'm not toxic anymore i'm 31 i did my toxic lifestyle i did the whole emotionally unavailable situations mm. but now yeah it is I think both parties, like the community, I think we all have this image to us and people assume that we are going to live this image and <laughs> half yes. of it's right, half of it's not right. So like in the community, what we need to change is that, that really bad image of us, like straight up, cause we have a bad image. Yeah, we do. I think overall, like LGBT mm -hmm. people really do. Yeah, we have a bad image. And a lot of people, it's like, when they see the, like, the flat, oh, everybody says everybody, no, I don't. Like, you got your racist white people, you got your colorism in the black community, you got your fanboys who feel like this, you have your masculine that feel like this, you have your OG studs. Oh my God, I can't stand it now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got, I literally had a TikTok argument with, uh, with a popular uh, OG stud that said that you are bisexual if you are not a touch me not wait wait what yeah what's it what, what is that so um i don't know if it's the same in our community but if you are touching that means like nah you can't touch me i just give it to you oh yeah. okay okay yeah you gotta touch me <laughs> you, you gotta touch me yeah yeah it, it's big um it's touch me nots are very big in a lesbian community they're very very big so females will ask you, I had literally, I think in the past two weeks, like eight females asked me, was I touch me not? And I was like, excuse me? Oh, you gotta touch something. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't a free game here, you know? So yeah, that's, that's pretty big. I don't know if it's big in the other community, but it's in the lesbian community, it's very big. See, touch we me not's are really big. <laughs> to me, that is odd, like what? It's the whole, I am masculine, I just wanna penetrate you. Oh. oh, okay. Also, it's more like a more dominant position, and you're not allowing the other person to touch you. It's just gonna yeah. hang on for a second, guys. So, yeah, and that's, um, that's really big in our community. Touch me nots are really big. Like, you look up the hashtag, it's touch me nots, and they gonna tell you, it's just a fem's on there saying, fuck, no, I don't want you. I'm like, it ain't fun if the homie can't get none. So, that's my right. mentality. That's so, that's so boring. We see, we have top bottoms verse we we have that but yeah. i've never we got pillow princess i've heard of, i've heard of those yeah pillow princess and golden retriever um if you're gonna sit there like a starfish I, 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 forget I, it <laughs> you might need to fill me in on those terms because i've never heard those either so the golden retriever is it's a white masculine woman and she is just like a a damn dog she just do whatever you tell her to do oh oh my god I've, yeah. I've seen that okay yeah. okay and your hey mamas those are just the white uh lesbians with the little hats on there and they're like fuck boys they were like i know you're straight but it's me like i'm, I'm fuck me like what the hell so yeah don't hey mamas are they're bad 
Oh my god. Our terminology is crazy. Like <laughs> it's so different. I've never really heard lesbian yeah. terminology. I know gay guys yeah. terminology, but never Yeah. But I feel like I should. Like I, people need yeah. to know our terminology because it, like it, it will literally it will help out. Like I got to the point where I stopped saying that I'm a the stud is a black woman off top. Right. Stud is a person of color, which is probably a Latina or a black woman. But if you look up stud, it was a black woman. So when a white woman says she's a stud, we're like mass presenting. You're a mass presenting. They're like, no, we're a stud, mass presenting. Cause they go, they go by dyke, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then they hurry up and change it to butch, and they change it to hey mamas. I'm like, what the fuck Never is that? Never heard. Hey, mama. Hey, mamas. Yeah. And then the golden retriever, which I met one. I had a girl I was talking to. She was like, golden retriever. She was cute. But it, nah, you, you too submissive. I need a balance. You need a balance. So then you have that. So, and touch me nots. I am not a touch me not. I hate when females ask that question. But it's out of respect. They ask out of respect. And you have your stems, you have your no labels, which is like stems, you have your studs, you have your fems, and you have this other one that they just really just kind of like, they're, they're mass presenting, but they're not gay. They're like tomboys, but they're not gay. It is, our community is crazy. They fit in though. <laughs> they, they, they're under the lesbian umbrella, but they're not. Yeah, like, they're telling you, uh -huh. hey man, I know I look like a little Timmy, but yeah. I like his pee. Then how are you, not, you queer if you're not. They're not queer. But then they're not part of the community, man. Right, that's my thing. To me, sexuality is fluid. Like, well, I could say five years from now, I'm probably in it with a man. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, if somebody come in, like, hey, man, gas prices is high. <laughs> <laughs> How much it cost to fill up your tank? Like, she's like, shit, you trying to get married? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so. Just so, I'll pump your gas for you. Twenty dollars is twenty dollars. <laughs> this is this is all interesting, especially yeah. terminology because you know we got bears for big burly hairy man. We have otters for the slim hairy what guys. The fuck is a uh, otter? Yeah. He he's gonna be slim and he's gonna be very hairy. Oh my text all my boys, you an otter, bro. <laughs> <laughs> then of course we got Twink for the like yeah, really twink, skinny yeah. young looking guys. Then we have Chubs. For the bigger guys, and then you could be a chubby chaser if you like big guys. Yeah, it's like, yeah. See, you could be a cub. <laughs> Damn, I really have a chubby chaser. Our community. I mean, that's the thing. Like, when women approach me, I get approached by all the time light-skinned women. I want the brown-skinned woman. And then if you give me a bigger woman, I'm like, what's up? Challenge accepted. I, there's nothing wrong with bigger women. I love everybody. And if somebody would say a chub chaser, I'm like, me. I know there's something about chubby people. I love chubby people. Yeah, man, yeah. I like, it's comfortable. I like me a bear. Yes. And I'm like, and then every female that dates me, they're like, you protect me, you're bigger. I'm like, look at me, I'm like, damn, I'm pretty big, but damn, bro. I want comfortable too. But nah, it happens. Like, that's why I say it's a stigma too, because. You see a stud who has probably like uh, locks. They're off top toxic for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, literally, this girl told me I fit the, the whole toxic thing. I'm a Scorpio. I have tattoos. I'm five foot eight. My hair is long. Um, I have a good job. She says, how much of a whore are you? Uh, First of all, I'm a, I'm a retired whore. <laughs> 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 it's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. 
Our community is crazy. That you guys probably learn way too much. Right. Chubby Chase. I'm for Chubby Chase. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that one. And one of my last questions to you: <laughs> How come you know you don't see a lot of us gay guys and lesbians like hanging out? So I think there's a divide. So when I go to nowhere. Gay dudes are like, what's up, my sister? You want me to buy you a drink? Say less, yes. <laughs> and then I'm with a gay dude. I'm like, hey, you cool? You want me to get you something? Yeah, that's fine. And we just sit there talking. I became friends with like five porn stars at Nowhere Bar. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, man, they Snapchat crazy. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know why I'm in that group. But um, yeah, so we just sit there and talk. We actually had this conversation like, you're our first lesbian friend. I'm like, why? For some reason, studs look at us like, well, I should be pegging you. I'm like, whoa, 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 I want dick. Not your fake dick. Dick. It's so I was like, I don't want your butt cheeks. I tell them no. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, I, I want your sister. So just, just jokingly, and I just feel like it's a divide. Like, there's more femme lesbians are friends with femme gay boys. That's typical. That's typical. You see? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's very typical. But stud? and a gay man being a friend it's not it's not the case it's like studs and studs like i would love to have stud friends but for some reason studs look at me as a challenge bro i don't want you but if you have a fat ass i may reconsider <laughs> <laughs> like i may reconsider i'm like looking at you like that bro we can play swords together <laughs> pretend they're lightsabers yeah just like whip it out you on the dark side i'm on the light side just like all terminology you know and that's the thing like gay males and mass presenting females do their friendships are, are not popular i would love to have gay friends gay male friends I only got one we could be friends that's perfectly fine with me i like anime yeah so when i go like i go to nowhere and the guys i, I they're not really friends they're associates they would sit there and tell me the stories i'm like, like you are so cool you're always down to drink we always go out of town you look out for us granted these guys are rich as hell too like oh my god I, I scored like but at the same time i don't use for their money i mean they're really great guys and i won't let somebody slip something in their drink which is very common in gay bars it's getting roofy and half the time it's always a guy trying to take the other guy home that's straight i'm like i'm gonna put a little something in his drink mm. it's a bad thing there and i've seen it happen way too many times so we always try to stop it so it's like me having gay friends like studs barely they think it they think i want they bitch i do not want you bitch. i want you sometimes and i keep telling them that too i'm like you look good but as like gay males i'm like you can't really get them as friends because they feel like that's a challenge what are we challenging you like guys i like women we are the perfect duo pretty much just hook each other up sometimes I, yeah shit that's how it works i'll be telling like all the straight guys throw a lot, man. like hey man i'm too scared to talk to that girl got you girl and just go talk to them i tell straight guys all the time mm -hmm. i'm like if you go to you get you a good gay friend i'm like he's going i got a few dances because of you yeah yeah because they're like why are you here you're mm -hmm. straight Oh, I hang with my bro, yeah. or I'm, I'm with my friends. It's birthday, we turn it up. I'm, I'm just here, like I don't know why. That's like a turn on the females, and then they're, they're Girl, yeah, I kid you, <laughs> you not. My my friends would throw me off in the bar. They'd be like, "Hey, she's standing right there." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" It's the gay dudes. My the gay dudes I associate myself with nowhere. It'd be like a girl looking at you. Oh, I ain't thinking about her. I got you. I'm like, damn. I'm just, I'm just 
<laughs> but yeah, that was when I was just like being a little hot little thing out here. But they make good friends. And I don't understand why we can't be friends. Like when I'm friends with straight males, everybody don't frown upon that. They probably think he fucked me one or two right. times. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry that my male friends are attractive. Or my straight female friends. They think my my female friend, my best female friend, Emily. Everybody in the city thinks me and her has sex. We ain't never had sex. Uh. And that's annoying. That's annoying. Like, that is so friends. annoying. We can be friends. I know her. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't yeah. want her. Now I know her yeah. personally. Uh -uh. And they were like, why not? I'm like, why? I look at her as a sister. That's what I say. Me and you are friends. I look at you as a sister. Why the fuck I'm going to get drunk and have sex with you? Mm. I've been blacked out drunk with this girl and she protected me. Same thing with uh, me and E. When we go out. When we was out yeah. in New York. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> New York was lit. New York yeah. was lit. But he, he he comes into, like, all the bars with me. Like, right. I would say in New York, we went to a leather bar. We didn't know. Mm -hmm. And, like, there was some hardcore porn playing on there. And I, I pointed out. I was like, look at this. And he was like, oh, my God. I was just like, oh, my God. He is taking it all. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, like, this leather bar, like. I, I, that shit surprised me. Like, I should have known the environment as soon as I walked in and a bunch of no. sweaty dudes. No, but it, no, no, here's the thing. Every, everybody was, like, you know, really dressed nice. I thought, okay, this is going to be a really nice, you know, club. Walk in, and I got, like, a penis stamp on my hand after we paid. <laughs> I was just like, well, I got a dick on my hand now, but all right. You want to know something that's really, this is totally off topic, but statistics show that straight women look up gay male porn all the time. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, and I actually watched it out of curiosity, and I see why people are interested in watching. Cause that, that's talent. But that's talent, I mean shit. But continuing with the story, like as soon as we went into this bar, mm -hmm. shirts off everywhere. And I was just sitting there just like, I'm just seeing a bunch of dudes. Shirts off and leather. Shirts off, like <laughs> literally to like bare Man, thongs they... almost. And I was just sitting there, it's just like, okay, you get it. <laughs> Man, I told you, Eric, you come off like a twink, man. <laughs> They both come up there and I, and I look, I be standing there and then they'll start talking to Eric and I, I'm like, oh, like I'm the gay one. Look I, at I, me. Like, look at that. me. Yeah. I, I said it's that all American boy look he got. That, that's what they yeah, like. Oh, God. Yeah, Eric was a coming girl, little beard or something. Boy, he be snagging him. I'm like, all right, little E Diesel. I'll see you. Yeah. But we just, I feel like in the gay community, there's too many divides, man. Like, there's a lot. It's been popular now. Asian studs are like on the rise. They've been around. I've never seen, I've never seen one. Actually, they're, yeah, me neither in person. I only seen them online. Like, and they're always from the West Coast or Texas. Everything, everybody's in Texas for damn near. Right, right. Like, Texas is everything. Uh, you won't catch me in Texas, though. They need to fix their gun law. <laughs> That's just bad. Right, and stop focusing on kids going to drag shows. Yeah. It's not important right now yeah that's one thing i would say it's like we just i guess black in the black community and the black gay community like if anybody could take away from this podcast is gotta end some of these stigmas like you gotta like colorism is a big one and there's a balance between fem and mass one day you just like man i'm not i'm not a fem i'm not a mass i'm in between and that's fine you don't gotta feel like you gotta fit society and be a fem though dude when i came out that was the issue yeah just trying to figure out where I as a black gay man fit because all I seen was queer as folk and yeah. twinks 
but they're all white so I'm you know I'm more stockier mm -hmm. so I was trying to like lose weight I'm like I'm gonna look like them and dress I was trying to dress preppy and everything yeah. and it was oh yeah I remember you showing me photos of like you I, back then I was I mean I still was gothy but I was just you're still gothy but you were like trying fit. to fit like a prep yeah. Because that's, that's what I seen on TV. Like I said earlier, there was no one for me to like model myself after or right. see how to maneuver. That's one thing I, I, I really like in the future. I really hope we start having more diversity within like the LGBT community when it comes to people of color. And we can start seeing people who look like me and you right. on the posters for Pride and in magazines. And so that's like one of the big ones that's, that's going to happen actually this Saturday where I'm actually said I'm going with a whole bunch of women and they're white but I'm going to be the black one there so I've been trying to get more black people to come out like look dude it's going to be a pride event represent the wiggle room has a black lesbian DJ oh sweet and the wiggle room I'm not going to nowhere bar anymore because I've been going to the wiggle room fucking love it the wig room yeah it's the wiggle room like the wiggle or wig wiggle Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I, I never heard of it. Is yeah, it, it, it just, remember what Hopcat, Hopcat, that building? Yeah. Yeah, this and there, and there, the DJ's a black gay woman. Oh, sweet. So that it looks like me, one more place to go. Yeah, right. that to me, it won me over. Like I said, all right, we're in there. And like, I like talked to her, and she was telling me the little stigma she has. I'm like, but shit, I'm in here. I, I feel more comfortable in here than I feel in nowhere bar, which we don't know where bar is. Some shit's gonna pop off. Oh, yeah, because last time, like, me and uh, B Ride like, went to a nowhere mm -hmm. bar, it was just filled with straight couples. It's always straight couples. And they're like, yeah. they're always like trying to start a fight or some shit. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there, just like, we just trying to party and get drunk and like, uh, yeah. take yeah. home, you know? When That's <laughs> what it was like. Um, I was trying to tell a lot of people just to, for pride just to come out. To the like, wiggle room? Come to the wiggle room, uh, uh, literally go out. And I'm like telling everybody, I was gonna talk to you in private about that whenever I see, like, hey man, just come out. Like, I'll, like yeah, come I out. told, I no problem. Yeah, I told them, yeah. like, we're planning, we're gonna go definitely, we're, we'll be at Bride. Yeah, definitely. so I live downtown, so yeah, so it's easy for me to have access. It's been a while since I got messed up, so I don't mind going. Right, look, bro, Uber. I'm gonna. <laughs> I told myself to Uber to meet up with my friends because I am not driving because I'm not first. I'm not drinking and driving downtown. Can't do it. I refuse to. Yes, don't drink, drink <laughs> and drive. Don't drink yeah. drive. Don't. It's not. Nah, it's not worth it. But most people just need to come out. Like bring your diversity. This is our month to come out and enjoy each other. So I've been telling everybody, hey, go to Pride. The uh, local Pride this Saturday. Next Saturday is Lexington Pride. Heck so yeah. Just we, go out we'll and We'll be there. Yeah, just enjoy and it. And around, I mean, if you guys aren't tired, we, we could go party. Yeah. Well, you know me. See, this is thing, I don't fall asleep come, until five anyway. Yeah, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> but, uh, like Pride, I, I go to Pride for a little bit. And one of my friends is going to be like my arm candy there. And I was like, I already know people are going to assume that we're messing around. But she's so I've been like telling everybody, let's go out. Like, there's a guy I talked to. He said, I really want to go out, but I don't want spotlight on me. I said, like, who gives a fuck? It's Pride Mom. Go out there. My straight friends are going there. And they're like, shit, we've all been to Pride events at the halls everywhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so just go there and enjoy it. Like, be comfortable with who you are and make friends. You can make friends there. I mean, don't be friends with everybody because not everybody has good intentions, but Facts. it's a great day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially you, you like a little twink, man. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. 
I, I don't know. Every time when I go out with uh, B Ride, it's just like I always get that reception, just like, hey, hey, hello there. <laughs> right. Just come up to me, just like, dude, I don't want any. Are we you was, sure you don't? We were just joking around. I said, you're going to come, and I said, and then somehow you're going to be mm -hmm. fucking king of the pride. <laughs> Tell you, Lord. When I went to Indianapolis Pride, and I just seen like my, my boy, he was like, Man, it's getting hot. He took his shirt off. I said, There you go, daddy. I'll see you. You know, the boys here gonna start sweating. So, yeah, it's gonna be you. They're gonna look at you like, What's the number? They're gonna be like, King of the Pride. Come on. I'm like, He's not even gay. That's me and my, uh, my other friend, man. He every he goes to every gay event with me, and he's just like, I'm not gay, but I love gay men. I'm like, because it boosts, when a gay dude give you a compliment and you're straight like, hey, you look good. Gay what? man got excellent, excellent eye for fashion. So if, you, if they're saying that you look good, you look good. That's why but, I get flattered whenever I get flirted on. I let it happen yeah. for just a little bit. I'm just like, okay, I'm straight. <laughs> like, just like, yes, compliment me more. We're going to get you a, a L.I. No. t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so like, the flirtation like, won't stop? Like, no. I'm going to go there and dress as normal. I'm trying to get as much compliments as I can. Yeah. and take them where I can. I'm like, fine. He's smoking for her. <laughs> <laughs> my, like, my intention is when I go to Pride, it's always have a great time. I'm not even trying to hook up with anyone. I just want to have a great time. So, yeah, dude. You don't get, you don't get and then females like that too, by the way. You're allies. Yeah, they really yeah. do. Yeah. So our last question is going to be, what is any advice you could give to the younger generation coming up? Be you. Like, if I, me personally, if, if I knew what I knew now back then, life would have been easier. I wouldn't have to feel like I needed to hide. I needed to date men. I needed to do this. I needed to dress girly nah just do you like i wasn't able to dress the way i wanted to dress until i got with my ex she literally i mean look me in my eyes say dress how you want to dress do what you want to do do what you're comfortable doing i was like damn I'm like i am 23 at the time I'm like you're right i could i could do this so i got out of my comfort zone so i would say that with the youth is get out of your comfort zone if you get any backlash from it it's gonna happen like being gay it's gonna happen being black and gay is already rough like being black and gay in middle eastern is rough pakistani oh my they deal with the worst oh yeah like yeah. we think we got it bad try being brown like hispanics and um pakistanians they got they get it real bad like their families would try to send them to conversion therapy or try to kill them i heard some cases of some family members killing them so yeah it's out people of color we deal with it really bad so they're in a group of people of color so yeah just be you man and don't listen to everybody that's one of the big things that i can take from that if you're youth what society has is you need to do this to be gay and do no you need to be extra be you i agree that's a good closing statement really yeah. <laughs> like it's a good advice for you know the younger generation right. coming up behind us hey don't be extra just be you so most definitely well we thank you for coming on to listen up i appreciate yes. that and we're definitely gonna have to get you back just for like our normal show yeah i appreciate you guys for inviting me up thank you for listening to listen up podcast with b rye ak and e to the b with our special guest stacy bye, bye. <laughs>